Hello, everybody. We are Ken and Lisa Henderson. We'd like to welcome you to the Faith Works Podcast, and thank you for tuning in. We are going to be looking into the lives of ordinary people, and we'll be examining how faith in God is working in their lives and how it will work in yours. We are very excited to bring you testimonies, release prophetic words, and examine Scripture, which will cause your faith in Jesus Christ to grow. Thanks again for joining our conversation. Welcome to the Faith Works Podcast. Shalom, and thank you for joining us today. We have a a very special show and a very special guest, and that's Kevin Sorbo. We're glad to have you with us. You want to say hello to the people? Well, hello, people. How are you? Kevin Sorbo here, very relaxed in my my lazy boy chair here in the bedroom. It's all good stuff. That's great. We really appreciate you joining us and for our viewers and listeners. You may recognize Kevin from a lot of different movies. Um, His time spent on the series Hercules. Uh, He did the film God's Not Dead, Let There Be Light. He is the actor, director, producer at Wildfire Films. Also, you just did another new documentary that was released in November. Um, actually, I did a couple. I had one released. It came earlier than November. Um, called "Before the Wrath." I hope people check that one out. Beforetherath.com. Yes. That came out. I'm going to say that it came out probably six or seven months ago already. But it's the number one documentary on Amazon. Wow! It's said, uh, "Look at the Book of Revelation." It's pretty fascinating. But I had two documentaries that just came out over the last thirty days. One is called "Climate Hustle 2. Go to climateusl2.com. It's the other side of the global warming issue, which I call weather. But um, I think people, I hope people take a look at it because uh, there, there are just as many scientists, if not more, that will debunk everything that the, uh, that the um, you know, inconvenient truth and other things that Al Gore and those uh, people that are claiming the world is coming to an end. Um, it's pretty fascinating. I think people need to look at both sides. I always look at both sides. And uh, I think people can decide for themselves, look at it, hear what these guys have to say. I'll be your your guide and your uh, your narrator. And the other one is, uh, I'm very proud of it. It's called Against the Tide. Go to againstthetide.movie. And I spent uh, three weeks in Oxford, England, and two weeks in Israel with John Lennox. John Lennox is an apologist. He's a retired math professor from Oxford University. He's debated all the great atheists, the world's like Singer and Dawkins and Hitchens. And I hope people will check this out. I call it, it's, it's, it's called Against the Tide, and it's proving God in the world of science. And I call it uh, apologetics for dummies like me. So I That's think awesome. people will find it very educational as well. So I hope they check it out. Yes, we want to encourage everybody to take a look at those. And um, Kevin, even if you look on his IMDb, he's very um, forthright about his faith and um, that it's very important in his life. Um, One of the reasons we wanted to have him on here, of course, is because we want to have um, believers from Hollywood and in that area that are coming forward um, with their faith. But also Facebook just recently um, canceled you or we're dealing with cancel culture right now. I know. It's crazy what's going on out there right now. You know, they give me warnings over the last uh, two years, probably. I had over uh, 550,000 followers on there. And I post a lot of stuff about, you know, hey, guys, look at this article here about voter fraud or look at this article here about what they're saying about wearing masks. And here's, you know, something else dealing with pro-life. And I'll post a lot of things that other people are saying. But apparently um, freedom of speech has gone out the window and we're giving these social media giants more power than the government has. And uh, it's incredibly sad. And every time they ask me to take something down, I reluctantly did. 
but they've been shadow banning me anyway. When I used to get 50,000 to 200,000 likes in every post, they were keeping it below 10,000 on purpose and they admitted to it. They'd said, you know, we're limiting the people that can see your posts. And I was like, I kept trying to email them, talk to somebody. And then they just took me down. And I got a lot of press on that. And then they finally came out and talked to Facebook and said, no, no, we gave him two warnings to take down two sites and he didn't do it. So we got rid of him. That's and that's not true. I had one warning from them uh, about two and a half weeks ago. And they said, you have until March 15th to um, take down these sites. Otherwise, we're going to uh, take off your uh, your your site. So I took those two sites down. They still took me down. You know, it has nothing to do with um, what I say. They want to get rid of me because I'm a conservative and I'm a Christian. They want right. to get rid of all of us. Right. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of that even um, recently. And I have no reason. They didn't even give me a reason. They shut me down for about 48 hours yeah. and said that I had, um, was it, gone and violated, violated the community <laughs> rules. Yeah. And I'm like, they, I had not even, yeah, I'd not even been posting. And I'm like, I don't know what community rule I violated, but um, I know he's been in I've YouTube been jail. quite a bit. Yeah, I've been in YouTube jail and, and kicked off, banned from Facebook several times for kind of the same stuff that you're talking about. Oh, yeah. It's crazy what's going on. They're, they're going up to anybody right now that has any sort of opposing view to what there's. And it doesn't it, it, there's no facts behind what they're doing. There's no truth. I mean, they can call us fake news when reality is they are. I mean, they're, right. they're the ones who use projection to get it out there and, and, and say you're this, you're that, you're something else. And I mean, the years that I, I heard screaming at Trump saying is a racist and the liberals I talked to are going, well, how is he a racist? Can you give me some examples? And they never can give an example. But the press says racist. And you keep saying it over and over again. Pretty soon these bozos will believe two plus two equals five. Exactly. If you say it enough to them, they'll go, yeah, it equals five. I mean, because they're just they're like they're like mindless zombies walking out there being led by this this really evil and corrupt uh, government and social and, and media right now. Yes. Well, absolutely. And was it um, Hitler that said, if you tell a lie long enough and loud enough, the masses will believe it. There is a video from two years ago from uh, Pelosi. Ugh, and she said right to the press, she says, oh, it's easy for us to smear somebody. We can say something about anyone and you, the media, will make it seem real. You guys will spread with the story. She admits to it. Right. They just call it, oh, it's just part of politics. Yeah, I actually got in trouble for putting that video up. <laughs> yeah. So, so one, of the, one, of, one of those great moments in life. So what, what do you feel like the climate is in Hollywood with you being so you are conservative, you are outspoken? Well, I've been released from Hollywood about 10, 11 years ago. My agent said goodbye. My manager said goodbye. He said, we can't work with you anymore. And, they, you know, they'll admit that behind closed doors. But if you interviewed him, they say, oh, no, he's making that up. Um, there, there is a blacklist in Hollywood and it's sad to me. I mean, Hollywood doesn't owe me anything, but I love the industry. I love making movies. I love the creativity of it. I like right. the camaraderie of being on a set. I love it. And I'm hooked on it. And thank God, um, they're for the independent world out there because I've done a lot of independent movies since then and I've had success with them, but, uh, it's, it's frustrating for me for, for an industry that screams tolerance and screams freedom of speech. It's a one-way road. And it's very frustrating for me that we can't just work together and have a different opinion. I don't have the hatred and anger they have. But I'm telling people that are like-minded like me that want America to be America the way it's, it's supposed to be, where our forefathers and the Constitution says it should be. I, I, we need to have the same passion that, this, that the left has, that the yes. liberal, without the anger and without the violence. 
We need to have that same drive because apathy right now to me is the biggest killer of America right now. Because so many people on in the, in the middle of the road or the right go, oh, what can we do? They own everything. Well, if you have that kind of attitude, yeah, they will own everything eventually. And they'll own you and your life and your children's lives. And we need to fight back because it's crazy to me to think that we need to change America to look like Venezuela or North Korea or Cuba or Russia back during the 50s and 40s. It's insane to me. People think that's a good thing. You know, it's nuts. I'm just seeing uh, something I thought I would never see in this country with the lack of freedom of speech, the censorship. I I just really did not see this happening so quickly. Um, And and, and like you said, the apathy and the quietness, if we don't speak out, and it's funny because even in a lot of Christian um, conservative circles, if you do speak out, then even your own team is against you sometimes. I know it's 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 crazy. It's like, you know, it's like COVID right now. They're using COVID as another another weapon. They're using fear as a weapon to control our lives. I've got plenty of doctors that I know of. And that's why I posted their 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 thoughts and their videos that got banned saying masks are useless. They say, look, the, the thing goes right through masks. And they're fun. Even CDC said I just saw an article recently. They said the number of, of, of states that have the most the strictest COVID rules and social distancing and and wearing masks are seeing the biggest spikes right now. Every doctor I know that talks to me privately says that the virus goes right through the mask. We can't hide from a virus. They've been around for for centuries upon centuries since mankind has been here. And we've always built immunities. Some people have died. Some people got sick. Some people didn't get sick. But we've always done it. The flu is the vaccine for the flu has been around for 79 years and still 40 to 50,000 people a year die in America alone. Well, I guess we should have been wearing masks forever and ever and ever. I mean, look at the stupid rules they set up. I fly a lot. So I get on the plane, keep social distancing as you walk on the plane. You sit down. There's a guy six inches from me. His arms touching mine. There's a guy across. I mean, there literally are 28 people. If you're in three row seats, right. less than six feet from you. But right. the minute you stand up one row at a time and keep six feet apart. Look at the stupidity of that. How does that even begin to make any sense? Wear the mask into the restaurant, but as soon as you sit down, you can take it off because if you sit down in a booth, there's no COVID there. I mean, it's crazy what we're doing to people right now. That's what I said. I said, this is a really smart virus because it will get me in the lobby of the restaurant, but it won't get me at my seat. I mean, it's really, really smart. It's just sad what we're doing to people and people buy into it because they've been doing a running tally every day. And we know that these numbers now are inflated to talking about the saying, look, oh, yeah, we look, look what they did with Cuomo and the, and the people in the nursing care. This virus, the majority of people over 80 years of old, it's horrible. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. And from what happened to the man-made thing, a lot of times people saying this was man-made. This was a, a mutated virus that they that they in the Wuhan labs that they created. That's kind of been very quiet now. But. 80 years older or older than most people have died, pre-existing conditions, obesity, they've had strokes, they've had heart attacks, they got cancer. There's a lot of things. There's a weakness in the system. Um, Kids wearing masks to me is, is, is child abuse. Teachers, we got to stop paying teachers. And I grew up in the world. My dad was a public school teacher. If you're not going to go back and teach in those classrooms, and you still want to get paid, it's absolutely ridiculous. You're worried to be in front of 30 kids then don't be around your other adults if that's what you're worried about getting things, you know, because if, if people in Costco or Walmart where their jobs are essential, they're still being exposed to thousands of people a day in the store. They're still at work. 
So right. why can't teachers go back to work? But the reality is public school systems are horrible anyway. So I'm hoping more people do what we've been doing with our kids is homeschool. So people need to get back to homeschooling because our, our, our schools on top of it. Here's the dichotomy for me. The schools right now are an indoctrination camp for our kids and turning yes. them into little communists. Yes, and the equality uh, law is going to make that even worse for our children okay. in the indoctrination. Okay. You know, our, our granddaughter just was sent home yesterday or the day before because someone in her class had COVID. So they sent half the class home and let half the class stay. Now, that makes absolutely no sense. Give, give me the numbers on children, on kids 20 years old and younger. Because 20 years aren't eat children anymore, but even college, let's go to 22 and younger. Give me the real numbers of the number of people that have received, have gotten COVID and died. It's, it's small. I think it's a 99.9999% uh, uh, survival rate. And overall, it's anywhere to what you want to believe. It's 99.4 or 99.7 survival right. rate if you get it. And we're treating this like it's the end of the world. There's like one point. One point was I read 1.7 million people die in car accidents a year around the world, not America. 1.7 million. Well, maybe we should stop driving. We should get right. rid of cars. I mean, you can't hide from this thing. It's horrible, but you can't hide from it. We need herd immunity. And this whole thing about wearing masks is just evil to me. I mean, the kids are going to grow up thinking it's normal just to see people sad and walk around like zombies. People don't want to make eye contact. I go through the grocery store. And I don't wear a mask until they tell me to wear one. I'll go, why should I wear a mask? Oh, to make people feel safe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't, don't every store, every, everywhere I go here in Florida, I don't wear a mask until somebody comes up. And half the time, people don't come up. They just walk away from me like I'm part of the Walking Dead team. You know? Yes. Yeah, we, we get those strange looks and people have said stuff to us and, and you know, but we don't. It's, and it's if, the mask, if, if the masks work anyway, then why send kids home from school? You've got you a go. mask. So if the masks are working, why do they have to come home? Why are we letting prisoners out of prison if masks work? Get them all a mask. They'll be just fine in prison. But no, we're releasing these people into the general public. And we're letting people flood the borders now because Biden says it's a good thing. And they've already reported hundreds and hundreds of cases of COVID of people coming into our border. Right, right. It's just, uh, we live in a backward, upside down world right now. But we need more people, like you said, that are thinking and speaking out. So are you part of the uh, Pure Flix? The, are you part of the ownership of Pure Flix? No, no. I've done a couple of moves. Pure Flix uh, ran into financial problems. I, they, they just sold their company to Sony Affirmed right now. So st they stopped making movies a while ago. I think their their streaming service will still be called Pure Flix, but it's owned by Sony Affirmed now. And Sony works a lot with the Kendrick Brothers, where they do right. like War Room and Courageous and movies right. like that. So uh, I have my own studio called Sorbo Family Film Studio. So please go to SorboFamilyFilmStudios.com. Sign up. I've got uh, three movies coming out this year. Uh, one of my directed called Miracle in East Texas. It's an amazing movie. It's a true story set in 1930. And uh, I directed it. And I'm, I'm acting along with John Ratzenberger and Lou Gossett Jr. and Tyler Maine. My wife's in it, Sam Sorbo. She does amazing in it. And they'll be in theaters this summer, along with um, One Nation of the Gods coming out and another one called The Girl Who Believed in Miracles, which I believe opens at the end of this month or early April. And about uh, they got 400 screens right now because movie theaters are finally slowly opening up again, which is good. Yes. But then I just got we just got funded for the next Left Behind movie, which I'll be starring in and directing as well. We start filming in June. And I have, I'm very excited about that one. And I have another documentary about the starting here in, in, in April. And that one is uh, going to be on a documentary on The Last Supper. 
with an emphasis on the 12 disciples, which would be pretty wow. fascinating. That sounds beautiful. Now, the Left Behind movie, is that like part two of the one that Nicholas Cage was in? Well, or is this... it, would be, it would be like the third part. I think they did one years ago with Kirk Cameron. Right. right? And then they, the last one came out years ago as well, like seven, eight years ago with, um, Nicholas, with Cage. Uh, Nicholas Cage. And now I'm taking over that role. Gotcha. Also directing as well. And it's a really, really good script. So I'm looking forward to it. And then I have a Western I'm shooting up in Montana uh, later, late, late, late summer, early fall with Antonio Sabato and his new uh, company called Conflicts. And uh, we have Dean Kane in there, Christy Swanson, Scott Bayo, And it's a Western called Trailblazers. And it's a faith-based Western. It's going to be pretty fun to be part of that team. That sounds great. I, you know, I'm just so thrilled to hear how much work you're doing and, and for people watching and listening to realize that even, that you can have a voice, you can speak up and believe what you believe and, and still work and still accomplish your dreams. And I think that's amazing. Well, you know, the biggest obstacle for us is raising money. I mean, we do, you know, our budgets are three to $4 million in that range. People watch right now, oh, it's a lot of money. It's not. I mean, Hollywood. If, you if you look at Avengers or Pirates of the Caribbean, those kind of movies, Thor, Spider-Man, those are $300 million movies. And they'll spend 100 to $150 million on promoting those movies through commercials, trailers, whatever. So three or four million is maybe catering on those movies. And, and for us to find, have a hard time drawing where his money for is very frustrating because we do movies that have a positive message. Right. That send out love, hope, redemption, faith, laughter, uh, hopefully crying in good places that are good places to cry. And, uh, you know, I like doing movies that I call actors movies that are they're characters you can relate to. I'll never be Hercules in real life. OK, uh, you'll never be Wonder Woman. You'll never be Superman. But those are fun movies to be part of. But I like to movies, do movies that people can go. I know somebody like that or I'm like that person. So um, I'm going to keep doing those. I've got some great scripts. And my last movie, Let There Be Light, that did very well in theaters. Uh, Sean Hannity funded that. I got a call from Netflix when it came out because it opened number two per screen average against Thor Ragnarok, a $300 million movie. And we were like $3 million movie. And Netflix called me up and said that they want to work with me. So far, they haven't. But we're still open to conversation to hopefully open an inspirational division on Netflix because there's 80 million homes out there, 80 right. million homes that want family, not necessarily faith-based movies, but family content that their seven, eight-year-old kids can watch. And those are the movies that I do. That is awesome to hear. That's very encouraging because we're filmmakers as well. So we understand the uh, logistics of, of trying yeah. to raise the budget. <laughs> yeah. It's always fun. Yeah. That without without the print and advertisement is is always the big equation, as you pointed out, because it, it's yeah. it's it's tough to compete if you can't get your name and stuff out where you yeah. can get it seen. And yeah, yeah, and you gotta raise it. Yeah, after you finish the movie, you gotta raise a million bucks just to get it in four hundred screens, you know. And yeah. um it's 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 a tough act to follow sometimes those things. God's not dead was an anomaly. I mean, that was a two million dollar movie that made seventy million box office in America. And uh it really comes down to a positive word of mouth because I know, I think at the most, I think they doubled that. They had about another two million to get in the eight hundred screens, but because it opened so big, it just took off on itself. So uh, we need, you know, when you put out these movies, the movies that I mentioned, I hope I hope, hope your people watching this wrote them down real quick. I know I was talking fast because we have limited time here, but I, I, we need your word of mouth because without word of mouth, these movies will die in the box office really quick. I mean, God's Not Dead was massive. God's Not Dead 2 did okay. I wasn't in that one, but that did okay. God's Not Dead 3 was in and out of theaters in three days. If people wow. don't support these movies, owners will take them out. You see their own. They don't care what movie's in there. They want to sell popcorn and sodas. So right. we need to fill up those, those seats. 
to keep these movies in the play. Otherwise, Hollywood, you know, Hollywood cult controls the culture and that controls the politics. And we need to fight back any way we can. And that's one way, if you're listening or watching, that we can fight back is by supporting the yeah. efforts of filmmakers that are producing great films with good content and using our voice and, you know, putting our butts in the seat and buying the popcorn and the soda, but supporting the film. Yep. Yes, very much. Hey, well, we don't want to take up too much of your time. And, you, you know, we know that you have a time frame. So we want to thank you for being on yes. with us. And we want to thank you for your time. And you have yes, any, any no, closing thoughts? Just keep doing what you're doing and keep being a voice. And I, I appreciate that. Go to kevinsorbo.net. That's another place to go to. I'm having a new new um, a website starting pretty soon called Sorbo Vision. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have my wife and myself combined together. And um, But uh, kevinsorbo.net, but Sorbo Family Film Studios is a good place to go. Great. And like I said, I got a lot of good movies coming up. I'm, I'm knocking on wood. Took eight years to raise the money for Left Behind, so we finally raised it. So uh, God bless you guys, and uh, everybody have a great week. God bless you. All right. Thank you so thanks. much. God bless you. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Faith Works Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to visit us at cornerstonegm.org for books, blogs, movies, and spiritual growth. You can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Lisa Henderson, and that's Lisa L-E-S-A, and at Ken Henderson, or you can follow our ministries at My Salt Life Church and at Cornerstone Global M. See you next week.